Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome to today's episode where we are talking about perfectionism and decluttering. So we're going to start by talking about kind of what, de- I don't know what decluttering is, what perfectionism is, um, how to identify if you are a perfectionist, ways that it holds you back, and um, I'll tell you a little bit about my experience with it, and how decluttering actually helps you with these perfectionist tendencies which, you know, despite the word being perfectionism, you know, it has the word perfect in it, but it doesn't mean that you're perfect or that things are easy or that it's actually a good thing to be a perfectionist, um, how to move past that. Hey, Melissa, so when you guys jump on, say, hey, if you have questions as we go through this, ask them. I love to answer them as we go. Or if you just have thoughts about it, you're like, yes, this makes sense to me. Yes, I understand it. Yes, this is me. Let us know because it's always nice for the other moms who are listening and tuning in and watching to know that they're not alone in this. Okay. They're not the only ones (laughs) who have felt like this. So I want to start by just telling you that decluttering and simplifying your life can cure your perfectionism. Okay. And I know that's a big, bold statement, but completely honest, it fixed a lot of those tendencies for me. Hey, Danielle, those perfectionist tendencies that I had, and I can't really explain why, like there's no scientific studies, but it happened for me. And the other, I've I've told you guys before, like I don't really follow other people who do the same things as me, but I have recently started collaborating with other bloggers and podcasters so that we can, I can do like guest posts and be a guest on their podcast. So I do get to know their information. And the thing that is funny, or I guess it's not really funny, haha, but cool to me is that a lot of the benefits that I experienced, they experienced as well, including the perfectionism bug. Um, so it simplifying and decluttering and minimizing can fix this for you. And we'll talk about how. So um, if you, I want to give you an example or a way to kind of identify if you are coming at decluttering and simplifying your home and your life from a perspective or a perfectionist perspective. So when it comes to your things, are you aware of what you have and aware of what you need and what you don't need or what you want and what you don't want? Or is it more of an obsession over how much you have and how much you need and how much you want and how much you don't want? It becomes kind of like a, like an awareness, like, I can let you guys know that now where I'm at, for me, it's just an awareness. Like I know, I know what we have at pretty much any given point. I know exactly what we have, what we need, what we don't need, what I want, what I don't want. Um, and it's just an awareness. It's just like getting dressed in the morning. It's just like something I have, something I do, something I know. Um, but it didn't used to be like that. It used to be an obsession. And I see that with a lot of you guys in the community. It's not a bad thing. It's not good or bad. I'm just saying that once you can recognize it, hopefully what you hear in the rest of the episode will be able to help you shift that. So an obsession would be things like 
How do I decide how many toys we keep? How do I decide how many outfits we need to have? Um, how do I decide if, you know, this is what we actually need or what we don't need? Um, why, you know, in order to feel like I'm completely decluttered or a part of this minimalist crew or a minimalist mom, how many things should I have? And it's not meant to be this obsession over how much you have or how much you don't have. It's so that you can step away from that and not be obsessed about how much you have or how much you don't have or how simple your house looks or how it is compared to everybody else or if you're doing it right enough or well enough or if you're doing it, you know, if you're following the rules enough, right? Like that's not what it's about. What it's about is getting to this point where you don't care. You don't care how many toys you have. You don't count the toys. You don't count the outfits, okay? Just like with the clothes, you know, I tell you guys that I don't like to tell you the number, but I know because we've been doing it for so long that our comfortable zone of outfits that we have is like seven to 10, okay? Seven to 10 outfits that we wear regularly on repeat. Um, but that's just me being aware of it. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I can't buy the kids this really cute outfit because they already have 10. And if I buy this, they're going to have 11, right? Like that's an obsession versus like an awareness of like, all right, we're good. Um, so hopefully you can identify what perspective you're coming from. Are you coming from more of an awareness of like, yeah, this is what we have and it's fine. Or is it more of an obsession over like, I need to get rid of more. I haven't got rid of enough. I have too much. I don't have enough. What if I need it? Um, so those are the two perspectives. Now, I want to share just a little bit too about perfectionism and my experience with it, um, just in myself. And I don't know if a lot of you all know this, but before, right before I started doing this blog and the podcast and the courses and all this, I was actually a recruiter for our business. So I was a corporate recruiter and I was responsible for reaching out and getting to know people and asking them about themselves. And <clears throat> I will be honest, like when we talk about strengths and weaknesses, pretty much everyone's go-to answer is I'm a perfectionist <laughs> and I don't know why. And some people think it's a good thing. Some people are like, it's my weakness and I'm working on it. But for whatever reason, everyone is like, I'm a perfectionist. I'm, I, and I, <laughs> Every day I would hear it multiple times a day. And I was always like, why? Why? And I would ask them, okay, so what makes you perfectionist? You know, um, how do you feel about that? You know, how does that help you? How does it hinder you? All these things. And I got to know them. But what I found, not only from the people that I was talking to and interviewing on a daily basis, but also myself, is that people who identify as a perfectionist or having perfectionist tendencies are always feeling disappointed feeling guilty, feeling like they're not enough or they don't have enough. And just kind of like they're on this perpetual struggle bus of like, I can't stop until it's perfect. I can't stop until it's done. I, you know, I didn't do it right the first time. So I suck and I'm the worst. I'm not enough. Or, um, I tried it and it, I didn't do it right. And now I'm disappointed in myself. I feel guilty because I didn't try hard enough. Or I'm not naturally good enough or whatever. And it just leads you into feeling all of these chronically negative things. And it's not a good feeling. And I can tell you that used to be me. It used to be me when I was living in Alaska. And I was like, I guess I'm not cut out to be a mom. I guess I'm not cut out to be the type who has a nice house. I guess I'm not cut out to be the mom who's fun and playful. I guess I'm 
just the mom who's always going to be grumpy and mean and short with my kids and not actually want to play with them and feeling really guilty about that. And everything was a struggle all of the time because I wasn't good enough. I wasn't good enough. I didn't do enough. I didn't try hard enough. I didn't put in enough effort or whatever it was. So those are some common things that I used to feel. I don't know if any of this resonates with you or if you're feeling the same or if you felt the same, but that's how it made me feel. And it would make me feel physically ill too, because when you think those things chronically, it doesn't only affect you mentally and emotionally. Eventually it's going to get you physically as well and make you feel sick, make you feel run down, make you feel tired, make you feel exhausted, make you feel things like depressed and anxious. And like you have ADD and ADHD because you're never doing enough, never getting enough done. Um, and another thing that makes you feel is like, well, not that it makes you feel, but it makes you not productive. Okay, it makes you not productive because you are trying to do so many things, not actually getting anything done. And um, despite you always doing something, despite you being like, okay, I tried this, I was working on this, it wasn't good enough, so I'm gonna keep working on it while I keep working on all of these other things that I tried and didn't finish and didn't do well enough and didn't complete fast enough or perfect enough or just enough in general. And so you end up doing a million and one things, trying to make it perfect, never actually getting anything done, massively slowing down any productivity that you could have made in the first place because you're, you're looking at it through the wrong lens of like, I'm just trying to do it perfectly. And if I don't, I suck and I feel bad about myself. Okay. And the last thing that I noticed about my perfectionist tendencies and the people who I interviewed, which I did that for like two, two and a half years. Brandy says every day, okay, so you're relating, you're relating to it, you're seeing it. We're gonna talk about how to flip it in just a minute. Um, hey, Corrine and Christy and Lindsay and Kara, um, but it's hard on your relationships, okay? Yeah, California. Um, we spend like all the time outside. Um, <laughs> and it's hard on your relationships, okay? It's hard on your relationship with yourself. Like I said, Earlier, you know, you're feeling always disappointed, like you're not enough, you don't, you're not good enough at it naturally, you don't try hard enough, you didn't do it right enough or well enough, you didn't get the first time, so you suck, <laughs> right? It, it's hard on your relationship with yourself, but the biggest thing that I noticed as well when I was living in Alaska was that it made it, it was a strain on my relationship with other people. It was a strain on my relationship with my kids and it was a strain on the relationship with my husband because the things that I was thinking and feeling, I was putting onto them too. I was like, my kids don't clean up enough. My kids don't help enough. My kids are too messy. My kids don't do enough. My husband doesn't help enough. My husband isn't home enough. My husband doesn't do it right enough. And that's really draining on all my other relationships. And it manifested in my work relationships. Like my coworker doesn't do this right. She doesn't do it right enough. She doesn't do it well enough. If she's not going to do it right, then I'm going to step up and do it the right way because I'm a perfectionist and I do it right no matter what. Right. And that leads into like the productivity thing. Like I'm taking on everybody else's jobs because I feel like they don't do it well enough either. Meanwhile, I'm like saying the same things to myself and it's just this really vicious cycle. Okay. So don't worry guys, this isn't going to be an episode where I just talk about like how much perfectionism sucked for me and how much it sucks. We're going to talk about how to flip it and what you can actually do. Um, 
but perfect, just know, just know this perfect. Isn't real, not a real thing. Like when you, like when it relates to your house, when you're like, I can't declutter my house because it's going to take too much time. I'm not going to be able to, um, (laughs) Janie says, I'm a perfectionist. We're going to talk about how to flip it now. Um, but it's not real. So when you're like, I can't declutter my house because I don't want to start it and not be able to finish it. Like say that out loud. Okay. Hear it and realize how not true that is. Okay. Maybe you don't start a project on Monday morning and finish it by Monday afternoon. But to say that you're never going to finish it ever is not true. Okay. (laughs) So to have this unrealistic expectation that holds you back from ever starting in the first place, stop saying that. Okay. And that's one of the things that we say a lot is like, I won't be able to start it and finish it. So I never start, which is crazy because then you're never going to start. You're going to stay stuck in this vicious negative cycle, never getting out of it. Okay. Just because you can't start it and finish it in one hour and have it completely done. Doesn't mean you failed. Doesn't mean you did it wrong. Um, but this idea of perfect isn't even real. And even if it was real, that'd be really freaking boring, right? Like (laughs) life would not be interesting at all. If everything was just perfect all the time and you were like, I got this. Like I, I wanted to declutter my house. So I woke up on Monday and I decluttered it. And then I was done on Monday night. And then I went to bed on Tuesday and everything was good. That, that isn't a real thing. Okay. Perfectionism isn't a real thing. It's this false narrative in our head. Um, and it, it would be really boring. It would be really unsatisfying to have a life like that where you didn't actually have to put in any effort or work into the things that you want. Okay. <laughs> it's the shirt the shirt. Yeah. California is like the sun. It's not even super hot out here, but we're outside all the time here. Um, Okay, so perfect is not real. It's not a real thing. It's imaginary. It's made up. So when you start telling yourself things, I can't declutter because, and it's a perfectionist tendency rearing its ugly little head out at you, say it out loud or post it in the group and we'll tell you, like, that's perfectionism speaking and it's not true. Here's the reality of the situation, okay? Um, So perfectionism just another truth about it is that it holds you back and it keeps you stuck in all of these negative things that we just talked about. Okay. So it holds you back because, and I hear you guys saying this is like, you literally won't even start because you're afraid that you won't do it right. Which like I said, there's no, that's, that's not a thing. (laughs) You can't do this wrong and you're, you're going to stay stuck in all of those negative feelings of always feeling disappointed, feeling guilty, feeling like you're not enough, riding the struggle bus everywhere you go. You're paying a big car payment for the struggle bus and you don't even want to be riding it, but here you are still on it. Right. Um, so it keeps you stuck and that's not good. And even if you do start something, like even if you, you, you start it despite your perfectionism, knowing that You might not do it all at once, exactly right, perfectly the first time. It keeps you stuck in there because no matter what you do, it's not going to be enough. You could declutter, and I've seen this in a lot of you guys too, is that you declutter your house a ton and you get this relief and you start having more time and more energy and more freedom to do these things. And you're still not happy because you're like, I, you get back into that 
that, that obsession phase of like, I still have too much. I didn't, I haven't gotten rid of enough. You know, we still have too many toys. We still have too many clothes. I'm still spending too much time cleaning. And then you're just stuck in this vicious cycle of like, not realizing what you've done is enough and that decluttering. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to take back what I said a little bit, but decluttering in itself isn't enough. Okay. Decluttering doesn't magically cure your perfectionism. It gives you the time and the space and the energy and the freedom to be okay with it, to be okay with your life, to be like, wow, I did this and it's really good and I'm loving it and I'm happy where I'm at. And that's enough. Okay. The perfectionist in you will be like, it's not enough. You didn't do enough. You need to get rid of more, 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 more. You need to do more. You need to have more. You need to have less or whatever. And it's going to keep you stuck in this negative cycle. Okay. But decluttering does make it easier to get out of that. And that's what I experienced. And Janelle says, that's me. Janelle, I feel like you're at that point where you have done enough. Okay. But you still have probably some perfectionist tendencies telling you, you know, keeping you a little bit more on the obsessive side of like, maybe I should get rid of more. You know, maybe if I just got rid of more art supplies, I would be more happy. And maybe it's just that you've gotten rid of all these things and you have the time and the energy and the freedom now to stop having to focus on everything outside of you and in your physical space and give some attention to the internal work and the internal decluttering, which I have videos about the internal work and the internal decluttering as well. Um, but on that note, you know, having these perfectionist tendencies, I think they're, they're hard to get rid of. Okay. I won't deny that. Um, decluttering does make it easier, but these perfectionist tendencies will trigger things inside of us like anxiety, depression, addiction, ADD, ADHD, basically anything negative, chronically negative that has a name or has a label, it will trigger in us and continue to make us feel badly until we decide to also do the internal decluttering that we got to do with like, you know, your emotions and your baggage and your traumas and all that good stuff that I talk about. Like get yourself a therapist, get yourself a journal, find some friends at church or a church leader that you can confide in something so that you can kind of work through these bigger things. Um, okay. So I wanted to share this little story with you guys too. Um, it's not about decluttering, but it is about my perfectionism and how it has improved over the years because I just like took action and decided I'm, I'm not going to be like that anymore. So if you're listening to this, you're either listening, <laughs> you're either listening to it on the podcast or you're listening to it on my like page, which are audio files and video files. Maybe you've read some of my blogs. Maybe you've been in some of my courses or some of my free challenges or read some of my emails. And guess what, guys? Those are so imperfect. And the reason that I love them so much, maybe you've noticed it, maybe you haven't. If Janie is on here, she saves me a lot because she'll be like, hey, by the way, there's this little thing that you might want to fix. <laughs> but um, I have been doing this motherhood simplified group for about a year. And before I did it, I thought about doing this for like three years, three years before I actually started it. And the reason that I didn't do it three years before 
is because of my perfectionist tendencies. I was like, I don't know how to write a blog. I don't know how to build a website. I don't have enough money to hire somebody to help me or to hire somebody to teach me. I don't have video editing skills. I don't have audio editing skills. Janie says, love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how to build a community. I don't know how to build a course. I don't know how to talk to people on a video. Um, like if you guys watch some of my very first videos, they're, they're pretty uncomfortable. And I feel like in a year, if I ever watch these videos, I'm going to feel the same way about these videos. But seriously, for three years, I sat there and didn't do a single thing because I was like, I'm not good enough. I don't know how to do it. I'm not going to ever figure out how to do it. I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough skills. Even if I did, I'm going to mess it up. Even if I did do it, people won't like it. Even if people do like it, some people won't like it and they'll be mean. And guess what? That, all of that has happened. <laughs> all of it has happened. Maybe I'll embarrass myself. Maybe I'll make somebody mad. Maybe I'll offend somebody on accident. All of it has happened and it's okay. But just last night, um, the same thing with my website. My website was horrible, horrible when I first started. Um, and, and you guys know, maybe I had two or three, like two and a half, because one of them was like a half made one websites before I did Motherhood Simplified. Um, and they were bad. And I started them and then I was like, okay, this didn't work the first day. Didn't get a lot of people interested in it the first week. So I'm going to quit it because I suck and I did terribly and nobody liked it. And so I stopped and then I started again. And it was the same thing. I'm like, okay, nobody likes this. Nobody sees it. Nobody cares about it. I don't like it. I didn't do a good job. And so I stopped that one again. And then eventually I just got to this point where I was like, enough's enough. Like, I want to do this. I'm going to do it no matter how bad it sucks. So <laughs> Um, and how clunky it is, but I knew I, the, the reason that I was able to start that is because I knew what I wanted. I knew that I was sick of not having it and not making progress toward it. And I knew that the only way that I would ever get to it is if I actually did something about it. Um, so I did something about it and I built a website and I knew that the message that I had was strong and I believed in it and that the people who wanted to hear it would find it and listen to it and appreciate it and soak it in. And guess what? A year later, here we are. And I feel like that's what's happening and will continue to happen. Even though I still get some people who will send me messages and be like, okay, that's crazy and you're wrong or whatever. Um, that's fine with me because I still believe in it. I still want to do it. I still enjoy doing it, even though I know it's clunky. So um, last part about this story is that my husband and I were actually talking last night because he's starting a podcast for his business. And he was asking me, he was like, how do you edit? Your, how do you edit your videos? Cause he was like, where do you put your videos? I told him I put them on my Facebook page. I put them on YouTube sometimes and, um, Instagram. And then he asked how I edit those videos. And I was like, I don't, I don't because <laughs> editing videos and the tech side of things I'm not good at and I didn't want to do. So I decided to make part of my branding. Here's some insider secrets, guys. Part of my branding is this relatable, welcome to my house. I'm a real mom, just like you. Here's my kids running around with me type of video, raw, unedited and unfiltered. And so far 
it's been working really well and I really enjoy making videos like this. I feel like they, they're different from everybody else's who are super edited. Um, same thing with the podcast. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you're probably like, where's your intro video or your intro song? Where's your, you know, your, your transitions. And I just don't have those things. And it's not because I don't want them one day. I would love to have some simple editing and simple transitions, but I knew that if I waited for the day that I knew how to edit, I knew how to make those transitions, or I had, you know, a lot of money to hire somebody to do that for me, I would never get it done. And I knew that I had a good thing going that I wanted to put out there. So I put it out there unedited, unfiltered, pretty ugly, <laughs> you know, like super raw, which is the opposite of, you know, what a finished podcast episode or a finished Facebook video or a finished YouTube video, especially would look like. And he was like, that is pretty cool. Like, <laughs> he's like, that's actually pretty cool and pretty smart of you because the old you never would have done something like that. The old you would have been like, oh my God, like overthink it all, overanalyze it all. Here we go. Speaking of <laughs> overanalyze it all, um, overthink it to death and never actually get anything done. Okay. Janie says, just let me know when you want edits. I know. Yes. Soon. Um, <laughs> so what was I saying? Breeze is here now. I'm distracted. Um, it's the same thing with your decluttering. Okay. You can overthink it to death. You can think about it, how to do it, where to start, when to start, how much to get rid of. You can analyze and overanalyze and think and overthink all of the details. But until you actually do something, like nothing's ever going to get better. Nothing's ever going to change for you. So at some point, you just have to decide, like, this is what I want. This is the vision that I have. I'm sick of not getting any closer to it and actually doing something about it. And eventually those perfectionist tendencies go away. Maybe mine have gone away too far. Maybe somebody's like, okay, please edit your podcast a little bit, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. I enjoy it right now. Um, but let's see. So we already know, we already know the rest of the things that I was going to talk about is like declutter. Oh, wait, what? Bethany said something. Um, I have a friend, Janie, Janie's dad, actually, who says, if there's anything worth doing, it's worth doing badly. Meaning you have to start somewhere, just do something and let it progress and grow. That's exactly right. Yeah. You just, you just have to do something. And that's my tips for you guys today with perfectionism. And I try not, you know, I, I have tons of videos. I have tons of free challenges and courses and, um, blog posts out there about like, what to actually do and how to start and all these specific steps. But today, my tips for you is to just start anywhere. Just start anywhere because there's no wrong way to do it. You can't declutter wrong. Okay. Decluttering is so simple. Literally all it is, is taking your stuff, putting it in something and then taking it away. Like you can't mess that up. You can't do that wrong. <laughs> And at the end of the day, it's just stuff. So if you get rid of one too many pair of pants or one too many pots, like you're creative and you're going to figure it out and you're going to be okay. Like it's, you can't do it wrong. You can't mess this up. The only way you can do it wrong or mess it up is if you never do it at all when you really wanted to do it in the first place and you held yourself back from actually doing it. So, um, just start, just start anywhere. It will fix all of these things for you. 
or at least make it really so much simpler for you to be able to fix them and do that internal work. But if you want more specific help on like how to actually do this, yesterday's episode was really good about um, explaining this. I'll put a link to it in the comments and in the description because I can't remember what I actually titled it. <laughs> but yesterday's video was really good about like just getting started. Like, where do I even start? Oh, that's what it was called. Like, listen to this if you don't know how to start decluttering your house. Like, it's that simple. And I walk you through how to do it. I have a free challenge called the Purgeathon, which is the most simple course or challenge that I've ever made. It's so simple and so basic. Like, it's three days of decluttering challenges. You get three different projects on each day so that you can choose to do one, two, or all three of those projects. It's a free challenge. Um, a lot of people do it more than once because it's so simple and so effective. I've got courses. I have like the seven days to an uncluttered home, which is so basic and to the point. Um, she's coloring. <laughs> so basic and to the point, decluttering the most commonly overwhelming areas of your home. It's really, really impactful, really powerful. I have clutter-free motherhood, which is decluttering your entire house top to bottom, room by room, super thorough, where it gives you these action steps. And it, I mean, those kinds of challenges and courses are just nice because it's like the accountability is there for you. It's like, here's what you do. Here are the steps. Now go do it. Because I think, you know, if you are the perfectionist type and you're overthinking it all, that's what you get hung up on. It's like, what do I do first? What do I do next? How do I do this? And I mapped that all out for you um, in a really simple way. So but even, you know, this, the same rings true for those challenges and those courses. Like I can show you how, but if you're still going to give yourself reasons to not do it, like I can't help you with that. You just have to do them. You just have to start them. Like this has to be something that you get a little bit desperate and like, I'm sick of this. I'm ready for this to change and then make it change. Um, so that is it for today. Decluttering and perfectionism. I hope it was helpful for you guys. Um, uh, one other thing that I want to tell you guys is that when you watch these, if you liked them, if you appreciated them, if you resonated with them, share them with whoever you want to share it with, whatever you're watching it on, there's always a share button, share it on your social media, share it in a message, share it with, you know, a link to your mom or your dad or whatever. Um, but share it with somebody, um, and then keep the conversation going especially inside of the Motherhood Simplified group on Facebook, keep the conversation going. If you're like, I heard something today that really resonated with me. I really want to like work through this. Like, can you guys help me bounce ideas around? Like, how should I do this? And you guys are really good about that anyway. The group is really active as far as like questions and support and commenting and um, figuring out what, like what the next best step is. Um, I love that about the group. It says a lot, not only about like, the group itself, but about all of you in it, which I think is amazing. It's super supportive, always nice, always friendly. And um, yeah, so continue the conversations in there if you guys are ever like, okay, that was a good episode, but I need more help because we're in there and, and we'll help you out. Okay, that's it. We're going to go make some homemade lotion, I think. Homemade lotion. So I'll see you guys later. Bye. So which one is the actual one? These two. Okay. And then this is the one that I record. Oops, and it's still recording. <laughs> okay.
Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.